0: hello 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 my wonderful invisible listeners it is wonderful to know that you are out there somewhere listening i gotta tell you i need to apologize for the poor audio quality i'm guessing the the audio will will not be so good my computer my new used computer that i bought died and uh, for some mysterious reason i um i had another computer that died about three months ago and got a new used computer and then that one just died and and i'm not really sure why, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist so I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. But anyway, so now I am using my phone because there's a couple things I feel I really need to report on. There won't be any fancy bumper music of course, unfortunately, because I don't have access to my computer right now. And I hope I didn't lose my all of my projects on the computer because I'm a musician and a writer and I make videos and I have literally books that I've written that are saved on that computer. So I'm hoping it's okay. Anyway, so some very important things I need to report on, which is why I'm here despite the possible poor audio quality. Strange things happening in New York State again and strange things happening around the country again. So let's report on those strange things. Okay, first thing I wanted to talk about, I want to talk about our right to travel. Now, I had a passport And it was up for renewal, and um, because of everything that's going on, I thought, I better renew that passport right away. Um, I still had a couple months left on it, but I thought, I I better just go ahead and renew this. So, I sent it in for renewal in July. Yes, July. Now, I think we can all agree that July was about five months ago, so let's count. July, August, September, October, November, December five months. So do you agree with me that July was five months ago? I hope that we can agree on that and normally it only takes one to two months for the passports to get processed. Even with the delays that were happening in July, there were some delays at that time, but even with the delay it would not take that long for a passport renewal. Again, this was not the initial passport I was applying for this was a renewal so I already had a passport and the renewal you would think would not take quite as long Okay, and when I applied for the renewal I told them yes I did have a plan to travel so I was hoping that they would expedite my renewal okay but instead of expediting it they delayed it okay so three months after I applied in July at the beginning of October They sent me a notice saying that they did not like the picture. And I needed to retake it. Now, the picture was taken at the post office. They are professionals. They take these passport pictures all the time. They know how to take them. They took the picture the proper way that they're supposed to. So the only thing I can think of is when I looked at their um, criteria as to what they look for in a picture was one of the things on the list of criteria is they don't want you to be smiling, you know, And so maybe it looked like I was smiling a little bit when I had my picture taken. And it's no surprise to me that the government would not want us to be smiling in our pictures because um, apparently they really don't want us to be happy, do they? Being happy is almost illegal. When you think about it, they they didn't want us to celebrate Thanksgiving. No visiting relatives, no having relatives or friends over, um, they don't want us to celebrate Christmas, apparently. They don't want us to sing, or at least Governor Newsom in California, in his mandate. He stated he didn't want, um, he just wanted to discourage people from singing because singing spreads the coronavirus. No joke. You can go on the state of California's website. Just go on the state of California's website and and read what their coronavirus response is. Um, and I read it for myself on their website. Okay, I looked it up myself. I actually did my own research, and he basically said, you know, he didn't want them to sing, and if, if they do sing, they're just sing with low voices, don't make, don't be too loud when you sing, because apparently the coronavirus spreads more if you sing loudly, <laughs> apparently, according to Governor Newsom. So, um once again, I'm just amazed. I can't believe that there are so many people going along with this. I mean, when it's so obviously bogus. This is obviously something that they're doing that they should not be doing, but okay. The average American, not very well educated and maybe not so very bright. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to be, to not say anything really, really negative because I do feel sorry for the people who've fallen for this, the so-called sheeple. I I really do. I feel sorry for these people because they're the ones who are going to line up to get that vaccine, that toxic vaccine. So I, 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 I'm sorry for them. Um, but okay. In any case, so this was back in July. Um, I applied for the renewal of my passport in at the beginning of October. I think it was October 2nd or 3rd. It was right at the, right at the beginning of October. I got the picture taken. Okay. And mailed that in from the post office. Now let's count again, October, November, December, two months. But we're coming towards the end of December now, so two and a half months. Still don't have my passport renewal. So here's what I did. I tried to contact them. I sent them an email, and I also called. Now, when I called, um, I got a message on their voicemail saying I might wait a half an hour or longer for someone to to answer. I might be on hold for at least a half an hour. Would I like them to call call me back? I, I hit the button for yes, call me back. Never got a call back from them. So so I kept trying to reach them. I called them again. I called them again and again and I got another voicemail message same thing it said press this button if you want someone to call you back I hit it and the message I got was we can't call you back you'll just have to hold basically and also when I emailed them I got a I I saw um a message that um that they can't respond by email you know you have to call them directly it's very strange you know I mean if 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 we're all being treated the same way when we apply for our passports, we're all being treated equally, why can't they just respond to us with a standard message that says, your passport's in review or you know, or whatnot? No, I mean, I mean apparently they are treating us as individuals, and, and I'm starting to think that maybe certain individuals are being targeted and just not getting their passports because there's certain people they don't want to travel, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. so I don't want to speculate but anyway all right so uh, I finally got in touch with somebody I I was on hold um at that point only about 15 minutes but this was after I called several times and was told you know several times you're gonna you're gonna be on hold for at least a half hour or whatnot Uh, over a period of a few days I kept calling and I, I finally got them it was early in the morning one day and it was only a 15 minute wait so a gentleman came on the phone and he he told me something that was very very interesting. You know, I I said I said to him, you know, it's been five months now waiting for my passport, and and I don't understand why I'm waiting so long. And you know, I sent back a sec. I don't even know why they wanted me to retake my picture. It was professionally taken. There wasn't really anything wrong with it. But okay, I sent it back to them at the beginning of October, and it's just a renewal. It's not the original passport application. So. Really, why why, the hold-up? This is preventing me from traveling, and I have a right to travel. Guess what he said to me? I kid you not. He told me, you do not have the right to travel as an American. He told me, the information I have in front of me, he said, the information I have in front of me says, travel is a privilege and not a Right? That was the information he had in front of him. That wasn't his his opinion. That wasn't something he was telling me. That was the information the Department of State here in the United States was telling him. That was the information he had in front of him. So I gave him a little education. I said, according to the Constitution... We do have the right to travel. This is the United States of America. We have the freedom to travel. We are supposed to have that right. I gave him a little education. He didn't like that, of course, and kind of said, you know, he had other calls coming in and he needed to go, and you know, but he, he told me uh, my passport should arrive by the end of December, okay? No explanation as to why it took that long. Um, I even asked them at the post office. It should have taken a month or two was their response, and they know because they process these applications every day. So um, there's no reason why it would it's taken that long, and I can only conclude. I mean, here's what I'm thinking, is that in January, come January, I'm thinking they're going to start implementing severe travel restrictions and telling people you can't travel unless you've been vaccinated with this toxic vaccine that is if you survive this toxic vaccine if you're still alive after getting the vaccine then we'll let you travel you know um that's what i'm thinking because they purposely delayed my passport um until the end of the year and i can i can only just wonder why would they do that you know so i'm basically not going to get if i do get my passport it's going to come at the end of december apparently according to this person on the phone and there's, yeah, it, it just shouldn't be taking that long. Beginning of October. So, so, you know, um, that's almost three months that I'm waiting. Um, for, I mean, for the, um, for the renewal the second time when I, when I sent in the second picture. Um, so yeah. And and again, no explanation as to why other than travel is a privilege. Not a right. I I have to tell you, those words really sent chills up my spine. They sent chills up my spine. I got to tell you, please stop being so apathetic. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? This is the United States of America. When are people going to stand up? You got to understand this. We are all connected. This is not about me. Do you understand? This is about all of us. If they're delaying my passport and telling me travel's a privilege, not a right, that's a threat. I take that as a threat, an implied threat. What they're saying to me is, we're not going to let you travel, lady. That's why we never sent you your passport. (laughs) We'll let celebrities travel, rich people, politicians, Governor Cuomo, but not you because you've been protesting. We've seen you at protests. Oh, and by the way, I have gone to a couple of protests recently and both times I was stopped by the police on my way another coincidence I guess got speeding tickets okay I did drive <laughs> but everyone else was and I was getting tailgated when I tried to drive within the speed limit so they had to stop me because you know I was you know on my way to a protest I don't know it's just too many coincidences too many coincidences. You can call me a conspiracy theorist if you want, but you know, Americans need to get away from this rugged individualism nonsense. We need to get back to seeing how we are all connected. And we do need to think about the greater good and not just be selfish because selfishness is what has gotten us into this situation in the first place. People, do you understand? It's why we have poverty, economic inequality, social injustice, why people are worried about things like racism, sexism, whatever. You know, because we've allowed a handful of people, very, very wealthy people, to just grab all the money and power in our society. And we've just been allowing these big businesses to do whatever they want. That law that takes away accountability over the pharmaceutical industry was passed back in the 80s. Decades ago. Decades ago. That law has been sitting there for decades. These pharmaceutical companies have been getting away with poisoning children for decades. And you have to ask, why why have they been getting away with it for so long? Why didn't we protest about this sooner? Why didn't we stop this? Yeah, I know some people have been. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Adele Bigtree, and many, many others have. And I'm grateful to them. But we need to take a look at ourselves here and start realizing that we have been apathetic for too long. We need to see that we are all connected. If one person's child gets autism as a result of a vaccine, we need to stand beside, b- behind that person. Just because your child was okay after having that vaccine, you know, doesn't mean that you should look the other way. What if you have another child who's injured or a cousin or a sister or brother or, you know? anybody in your life who's injured and now you know they're gonna try and get all adults to take this toxic COVID-19 vaccine so this is very disturbing you know I just wanted to report on the passport issue the right to travel the government this is from the U.S. government the state department saying you don't have the right to travel travel is a privilege think about that people Think about that. Okay, now, bringing up to the, the vaccine issue. So I first learned from this, from Gary Knoll's podcast, um, which uh, you can find online. Last name is N-U-L-L, Gary Knoll. He reported on this. Um, Tiffany Dover. Tiffany Dover is, was a nurse, um, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And in case you haven't heard just a few days ago, I think it was, um, about maybe three days ago. Um, as of this podcast, she just had a um, vaccine. She was one of the first people to, to get it, um, at her hospital in Chattanooga, Tennessee, she and her staff were working in the COVID unit and felt that they should, Take this vaccine. I can't air the audio um, from, the, from from the video, but you can find it online on Bitshoot b i t c h u t e dot com and just do a search on Tiffany Dover. Very interesting. She um, about seventeen minutes is what I read. Um, less than twenty minutes after she had the um, vaccine, a little over twenty, a little over fifteen minutes after she had the vaccine. She, um, she got up to do a press conference, basically to announce publicly and the, that she had and her staff, uh, in this department and, and at this hospital, a Catholic health facility in Tennessee, are so proud of taking this vaccine. And and there are reporters all over the place, terrible reporters, terrible journalists who should be ashamed of themselves for not investigating this. I mean, what idiots! I mean, any idiot can stand there with a camera. You know, and ask a question and say, so how do you feel now that you've had the vaccine? A journalist investigates, spends time investigating. I'm doing more journalism than these these people who are getting paid all this money to stand around with their cameras. It's it's just appalling to me. Anyway, they stood there, you know, with their cameras filming her. um, And she she talked about how, you know, she was so happy to take this vaccine and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden she says, I'm dizzy. I feel dizzy. And then she says, I'm sorry, because she's probably a very nice person. She's a nurse and her job was to help people and heal people. And she was probably someone who thought more about other people than herself and probably thought that by taking this vaccine, she was doing a good deed, that she was going to help others, it would be easier for her to treat patients because she wouldn't have to worry about passing on the illness to them or getting the illness from them so she wouldn't be able to work anymore. I mean, that's just my guess. I don't know. I don't know her. But I just noticed that she said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I feel dizzy. And then she passed out. Okay, and just the fact that she responded that way, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I feel dizzy. it's She's more concerned about other people than herself. <laughs> you know, not asking help, help, I don't feel well. Just, I'm sorry, I just, I'm dizzy. And And it seems that she was surrounded by staff who waited a few minutes before (laughs) helping her you know I mean I was kind of you know I thought that was a little interesting they didn't respond right away um, uh, you know until she was about to collapse and then they kind of surrounded her and uh, you know tried to to, um, to help her now apparently she spoke after she passed out and said hey I'm fine you know I do this all the time I pass out constantly this is what I do Um, which kind of doesn't make sense because if she really is somebody who passes out all the time, why would she decide to do a press conference after getting the shot? And, um, another thing that I thought was interesting is that she said her arm hurt and her arm doesn't hurt anymore. She feels better. Well, why did her arm hurt after getting the vaccine? Other people who got the vaccine did not report their arm hurting. And I know, unfortunately, myself, I've had vaccines in the past, I'm sorry to say, because I didn't realize how dangerous they were. Um, And, and that's, you know, by the way, that's a mistake that they're making. Um, I, I really think that these pharmaceutical companies and these tech companies and these big money people are very, very arrogant. You know, some of them are psychopaths, some of them are narcissists, some of them might be autistic. And that's why they like working in front of a computer all day because they just don't need the people contact that the rest of us do. And they don't realize how much they're hurting people by telling people socially distance because they don't need the socialization the rest of us need because they're autistic or sociopathic or whatever. Um, But they're making a lot of mistakes. They really are. They're just so arrogant and brazen that they're just like, let's just rush this vaccine through, you know, and we'll do press conferences with people getting it. And, you know, they're just not even being careful you know, um, who knows how Brandy Vaughn died from Learn the Risk. But my guess is they killed her. And that was a big mistake because she said before she died, you know, don't believe it. If, you know, if I die, I would not have killed myself. I don't kill myself. I'm not going to kill myself. And I don't do drugs. Um, and she was very careful about stating that And when she was found dead. So that was a mistake on their part because it, it makes them look really um bad (laughs) you know people are not going to trust the pharmaceutical industry now i mean more people are going to distrust them after this this is um they're, they're making a lot of mistakes and i think that's something that we need to um realize is that um, there is a certain arrogance behind people who censor other people and try to impose their will on others and and set up these totalitarian systems where they have full control over other people there's a certain arrogance in that and those arrogant people they get overly confident and then they start to make these kinds of mistakes anyhow back to the story so this poor woman tiffany dover passed out. And then apparently she recovered and and then um, spoke again publicly and said, Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with the vaccine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. I do this constantly. I pass out. Um, (laughs) And I mean, it's just it's it's mind blowing. It it really is. Now. um, Now there are rumors circulating on the internet that she died okay and the reason for the rumor is she has an Instagram site with a lot of followers she's very popular on Instagram and um, has a very popular site that she was updating constantly and mysteriously after she's gotten this vaccine she has not updated she's just not updating it and so I was, I was I was on her Instagram site, which you can find, it's Tiffany underscore Dover underscore. So T-I-F-F-A-N-Y and then like an underline and then Dover D-O-V-E-R and then another underline. That's her her Instagram site. Okay. And if you go on it, you'll see all the comments. Tons of comments and people saying, Are you okay? What's wrong? We haven't heard from you. Um, and people saying, I think she's dead, I think she died. You know, I mean, she's just disappeared. We don't know where she is. Um, and, you know, you just think if she were alive that she would make some sort of statement, you know, publicly and say, you know what? I deleted my Instagram because I'm getting too many comments. I didn't want to put myself out in the public like this. And But she's just not commenting at all, you know, and it's very odd. <laughs> it's very, very strange. And... You know, like I said, these people in power, they will make a lot of mistakes. They're going to make a lot of mistakes like this. They're so arrogant. And they're thinking, oh, the average person's an idiot. They believe everything we tell them. We'll just have Tony Fauci go on TV again and say, don't worry. You know, the vaccine is safe. Look, I've just, I'm have just i going to have 10 vaccines put in, in in both my arms right now in front of you. And it'll be fine. And, of course, you don't even know if the vaccine that he takes or Mike Pence takes or any of these politicians or movie stars take you don't know if it's the same vaccine that the rest of us will be offered you know it probably won't be they'll probably be given a placebo or an empty vaccine in fact there was a case of a nurse who was given a vaccine and they found that it was empty there's nothing in it well how did they make that mistake maybe you know maybe they thought she was Mike Pence <laughs> or maybe <laughs> they thought she was a celebrity whoops 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 that was the that's the vaccine we're going to give um somebody who's wealthy and privileged the the empty vaccine the the vaccine that has nothing um the shot that has nothing in it okay the other point I wanted to make is when you when you look at her at Tiffany's Instagram site what you realize is that she liked being in the in the spotlight because she was very active on her Instagram page so she kind of you know, really basked in the glory of you know other people looking at her pictures and you know and getting a chance to see what she was doing with her life, so she she did not seem to be somebody who wanted to shy from the public shy away from the public eye, which is why she did the the press conference and 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 as I said, you know the obvious question is if she faints all the time, why? Uh, why why would she do a press conference after getting a shot? And why didn't she faint immediately after getting the shot? Why did it take a, over fifteen minutes for her to pass out? If she passes out after she feels pain, you know, or 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 gets a shot, and there's just too many too many um, unanswered questions in the, in all of this. And uh, somewhere else I I read online was that um she you know somebody reported that she was at home recovering, and that's why she's not responding on her Instagram page. But what is she recovering from? I mean, I thought the vaccine was safe, you know, and it it didn't hurt her at all. So why would she be at home recovering, recovering from the fainting spell? But she spoke publicly after the fainting spell and said she was fine. So, you know, and it doesn't take a lot of energy or physical strength to post on Instagram. So, (laughs) you know, there's just no reason for her to not be responding to people's posts on Instagram. There's just none, none at all. Um, so will this be investigated? I don't know. We don't seem to have journalism anymore in this country. So is there a journalist out there who's going to go out and find out where she is and whether she's okay and what really made her faint? I mean, are any, um, impartial, unbiased medical professionals going to be consulted or are we only going to consult medical professionals who've been hired by Hitler I mean uh, by the Nazis I mean by um by the government uh or by big business big pharma which is the same thing as our government because our government is run by big business and and this is something that we have known for a long time and many people have been protesting for years and years and years about Big business is running our government, running our mass media. You know, this has been reported on. It's been talked about over a period of many years. And again, we've got this apathetic population of people in this country who just don't care. As long as they're comfortable, as long as they're well-fed, can't get the average American to speak out on, on anything, it seems. Alright, so I'm hoping I'll be able to upload this on Anchor.fm. That's where I upload my podcasts. You can go to Anchor.fm forward slash Occupy Your Mind. A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash Occupy Your Mind. You can also find me on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Haunted Gypsy, I believe. My internet access is very limited right now, so... Um, I'm unable to to access those things at the moment. But one more thing I wanted to mention before I sign off here, and I like I said, I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to upload this podcast on Anchor because my computer died. But we'll try. We're going to try to do this using the phone. One more thing I wanted to add is I've been noticing over the past few years that hospitals have been turning into prison-like environments in the sense that some hospitals have been requiring people to show an I.D., before entering the hospital. No joke. I went to visit somebody at a county hospital, and this is supposed to be funded by the government, county hospital. But again, even when you think something's funded by the government, you think it's a state or a county or a city facility, quite often it's being funded by some big business because we have government and big business entwined, which is what what some people define as fascism. That's some Some people's definitions of fascism is government and big business together, and that's what we have, and we've had this for many years in this country. So some hospitals have started doing that, and you have to show your ID before you can get into the hospital, which made me think, hmm, are they going to start making it hard for people to visit their friends and relatives in the hospital, because the fact that they need to screen you before they let you in, they need to see your ID before they'll let you in, makes me think that they're gonna start saying certain people can't visit. And that's something I thought a few years ago, because this happened to me, and I really didn't feel comfortable pulling out my ID just to go in to visit someone. And they scanned my ID into their computer, you know, so that it was in their database. So spying on people who visit people in the hospital, well, of course, now you can't visit hospitals or nursing homes, right? At least not in some parts of the country, um, because they're claiming, you know, COVID-19, they need to protect you. It's stupid. I mean, we all throughout history, people have gotten sick from all kinds of very, very serious illnesses. And people have never been prevented from visiting (laughs) you know um, hospitals are not supposed to be prisons but apparently they are another thing that I've been noticing about hospitals over the years is they have their own police force now I've seen hospital police cars driving around you know this is a police car security vehicle for this hospital and a lot of security guards and police officers for what I mean, are are we to believe that there's a tremendous amount of violence and crime happening in hospitals? I guess that's what they're going to tell us, because they want us to be always afraid, and as long as we're afraid, we're okay with all this, with this imprisoning of our people. Um, And this, again, the Patriot Act opened the door. After the Patriot Act was passed, after September 11th, 2001, surveillance cameras were put up in, in the cities, and Um, And gradually, people have have found ourselves to be more and more under surveillance in, in many different ways. So hospitals becoming like prisons... Um, work, the workplace becoming like a prison, you apply for a job, they need to do criminal background checking on you, make sure you're not guilty of something, make sure you've never been to an anti-war protest and arrested and, you know, and you're under surveillance at work, you know, surveillance cameras everywhere. And I mean, I had a one former boss who watched us through her smartphone, you know, she was able to connect to the surveillance cameras in the, in the building her smartphone so even though she wasn't there with us working with us she was watching us remotely could we watch her remotely no no because she's superior to us she was the boss and that's what this is all about is we're inferior they're superior they're better than us they can spy on us because they're they're great they're not going to do anything wrong they're not going to commit any crimes they're better than us we're the criminals We need to be spied on. We need to cover our faces. You know, um, we need to be submissive and do what we're told. That's what this is all about, people. So, um, yeah, this doesn't bode well. But, again, there's strength in numbers. There's still more of us than, than there are of them. They want to change that. They want to reduce our numbers, you know, in case you haven't been paying attention. Um, Many of these people are eugenicists. I'm sure not all of them are, but Bill Gates and, you know, some of the people running these pharmaceutical companies, um, you know, and Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. A lot of these people, they think that there's an overpopulation problem and they want to reduce our numbers because they know that's the only strength that we have. They have more money than we do. They have more uh, weapons than, you know, very high-tech weapons. They, since the Patriot Act was passed, they have given the police departments high-tech military-grade weapons. Again, a result of the Patriot Act. The um, national ID card, Law that was also passed during george w bush 's administration completely unconstitutional allows our allows the federal government to to monitor and track us basically um, it, it um, it's supposed to be the responsibility of the states to keep track of our identities but um the Patriot Act went against the Constitution and decided you know George W Bush was the decider who made this decision that uh you know, we should all be um, spied on by the federal government. Um, They changed the way you can apply for a birth certificate. Um, That's all, it's all controlled federally now. Um, Basically, George W. Bush, who was a Republican, and the Republicans claim they want small government, he made the government bigger and more powerful, and he centralized and federalized everything. So if you think uh, partisan politics factors into this, you are completely wrong. And I I really think the only reason why Tucker Carlson is speaking out against lockdowns and restrictions is just to give people the illusion that Republicans are against lockdowns and restrictions and Democrats are not. They want us fighting over partisanship. And we really need to resist that. I'm actually not a Republican. I'm very, very liberal, very progressive, and I'm protesting against all this. So this is a this is a human rights issue. It, it has nothing to do with Democrats and Republicans. Don't be fooled. Don't let them fool you. They're playing games with your mind. This is not, the Republicans are not on your side. Donald Trump is not on your side. Dr. Fauci was hired by Donald Trump. He was brought into the White House by Donald Trump. Please, people, stop with the partisan par- politics you know these are businessmen donald trump is a businessman business people care about themselves and their money you know these are not altruistic generous kind hearted people who want to give back to the community since when does a business person care about you i gu- i guarantee you i can call i can call uh an agency and say i need help i need counseling um I'm depressed and miserable over, over all of this, the restrictions and lockdowns and I'm unemployed. Please help. And if I can't pay them money, they're not going to help me. You know, they, I mean, <laughs> you know, if I say I need help finding a job and if I have some money, you know, if I have some money to pay, you know, I could hire a career counselor. I could hire a career and life coach. I could hire someone to help me find a job. But if I don't have any money to pay... They're not gonna, you know, the business people. They need to make money, and that's that's what they're there for. And they they can say to you, "I'm here to help you." you know i think it was ronald reagan was was quoted as saying uh, i'm the government and i'm here to help you and he said those, those are the words everyone dreads that's that's what he said actually it's i'm a businessman and i'm here to help you that's what we need to be afraid of people because these big businesses have taken over our country and now they're taking over the world and this is frightening and businesses you know business people they care about their profit and that's it That's it. And the pharmaceutical industry has proven this over and over again. If you don't believe me, look it up yourself. You know, look up the swine flu of the 1970s. Dr. David Sensor, if I'm remembering his name correctly, again, limited internet access, going by memory, I believe, was Dr. David Sensor. Someone posted online, it was on YouTube, it might have been censored, but it was an old 60 Minutes episode from the 70s where they showed that this doctor who ran the CDC at the time knowingly encouraged people to take a vaccine for the swine flu, knowing that some of them would die and some of them would be injured. He knew that and he did it. Anyway, he did it anyway. And he was temporarily punished. He was told to step down from his position at the CDC, but he later got a job in New York City running uh, healthcare over there in New York City. Because in New York State, you know, <laughs> one of the most corrupt states in the country, New York and California, very corrupt. So, <sighs> anyhow, that's a mouthful. Okay, so I've been talking way too much, and you're probably getting tired of listening to me talk. So, I'm going to, tr- I'm going to, try to upload this onto Anchor. I don't know if I'll be able to. Again, my computer died, but I'll try. And I hope all is well and healthy on your end. If you're listening to this, remember to take care of your mental health. We need to be informed of these things. We need to resist. We need to fight back. We also need to be happy. We need to sing. We need to laugh. We need to be around people we love and enjoy life. And that will make the powers that be very unhappy because they don't want us to do that. <laughs> they keep telling us over and over again to socially distance. So um, I think we need to listen to what they say and do the opposite of what they're telling us to do. I think that's what we need to do because that's what they're they're afraid of us coming together. They're afraid of us loving each other. They're afraid of us helping each other and being kind and being happy, and laughing, and enjoying life. That scares them. So if you want to thwart the powers that be, put a smile on your face and sing. <laughs> and keep informed, but but don't let it overwhelm you. Okay, so with that, I'm going to sign off. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. I'm going to sign off and have a wonderful day. And I'm going to try to keep doing these podcasts for as long as I can. Bye-bye.